0: Welcome to Your Reality Recap, powered by Superpass.
1: Brennan! Brennan! Brennan!
0: Brennan!
1: No one comes between me and my million dollars.
0: <laughs> Hello everybody, it's me again, Eric Curto, a reality TV junkie and Superpass host over at realitynation.com. I have such a good show for you guys today. It's packed full of everything you missed from Last Night's Amazing Grace and this weekend's Reality Rally. So no worries if you missed anything because I'm here to fill you in. Plus, I also got some good reality TV spoilers and news from over the weekend about the Housewives, American Idol, and The Bachelor, as well as a rundown of Last Night's Celebrity Apprentice. So since we have lots to recap, let's jump right into it. Last Night's Amazing Grace picked up right where we left off, in Tanzania, Africa. Only now we're off to what Phil says is Africa's Garden of Eden, and Phil wouldn't lie, which is why I was so surprised to hear what else Phil had to say about where they were headed off to first. Listen. Teams will now go on safari and descend 1600 feet into the Ngorongoro Crater. Ooh, it's so pretty. When they emerge from the crater, they'll travel to Safari Junction, a small town in the district of Karatu. Once they find Hillary Clinton, they'll receive their next clue. Wait, wait, what? I I can't believe The Amazing Race was able to get Hillary to participate in the race, let alone fly to Africa. Oh, you said Hillary Clinton, which is apparently the name of a roadside stand in Africa. Guess I was wrong then about Phil being a liar. And with that, all teams were off to their safari adventure through the crater. Now, there really was so much to see here, from majestic animals in their natural habitat to the beauty of the rolling plains. And to be honest, unlike Phil, when he said they were going through a crater, it kind of envisioned this horrible place, which, with any luck, the BPA's Border Patrol agents wouldn't make it out of alive. Because, you know, it's no secret that I have detested the BPA from day one, and this is just another perfect example of why. You see, as all the teams took a break from the race to really just take in what was going on around them, Art and JJ decided to use this time to plot and scheme. And I don't mean some of the teams took the time to enjoy it, I mean all of the teams really just took a break and soaked it all in. I was most surprised to see Rachel and Dave getting along, and of course, Brenchel was in heaven as Rachel is always dreamed of going on safari, and Bopper and Mark wished their kids could see it, and even Vanessa and Ralph enjoyed seeing some of, you know, Ralph's family. But like I said, those damn BPAs can't relax for even a minute, and when they realized this leg of the race would feature a double U-turn, those jackals, I mean jackals, couldn't wait to plot and scheme the downfall of Brentchel. You know what, uh, maybe it's the whole Africa thing, but I'm just going to use an example of, you know, like Lion King. Look, all the other teams are like the happy little members of Zimba's tribe. Art and JJ were clearly those laughing hyenas or, better yet, Scar. Listen.
1: We even strategized and waited for the U-turn for about probably five to six legs. Dave and Rachel gave us their word. So, we are you going to try to U-turn? Uh, the green team? Okay, I'll do it. You do it. Ready, green team, (laughs) die! Everybody was pretty much in agreement that strategy-wise, everybody wants Big Brother out. They're malcontents. You know, get them out.
0: Now, for those of you who don't know what a U-Turn is, it basically forces specific selected teams to complete both sides of a detour task, meaning one that they haven't already done, or meaning they have to do both of the detours, whereas you normally would only have to pick one. And the first two teams that arrive to, you know, the U-Turn station can pick any two teams they want, to be u-turned, but if they pick one that has already passed them, then it ends up that they did it all for nothing. So either way, it's a real dick move to do to somebody. But you get it? Got it? Good. So now, one by one, the teams arrived at Safari Junction where Rachel and Dave, who were last week's first place finishers, quickly realized Hillary Clinton was a rickety pushcard in the village called the Hillary Clinton shop, which incidentally didn't sell pants suits. And by the way, I'm not saying Hillary Clinton to emphasize it. It's actually spelled that way, and um, they were just trying to trick them with the Hillary Clinton way of saying it somehow, but moving on. This is where the racers got their first clue, which had them choosing between water supply or air supply. And I just have to say, since Phil has already lied to us several times already, if Hillary Clinton is a roadside cart, then I guess air supply won't involve hearing this. So lost you. Oh, love 80s, and I totally bet that Art and JJ's wives are totally just singing that, listening and, and missing them while they're on the race. Totally think that's what's happening. Anyway, you know what is actually starting to annoy me again with production? I mean, what is up with these challenges? So are you ready for this? In air supply, you actually have to just, you know, fix a flat tire. Got a bicycle. Granted, you have to do it without taking the wheel off, but seriously? And, And water supply is even worse, as it required contestants to get buckets of water to bring to the townspeople. And then, you know, the hardest part of the challenge was that they had to wait in a long line to fill them up. Literally, the challenge involves standing in a line. And I mean, if you listen to last week's podcast, then you know just how angry I got over the riveting challenges of jumping and riding a bike up a hill. But you guys have really outdone yourself this week because look... I don't have that great of an attention span, but there's no way waiting in line is ever going to make for entertaining television. By the way, what skill is even involved here? Your ability to put one foot in front of the other? Maybe this was just part of the BPA's plans to get their Neanderthals out of the game quicker. Little BB reference for you guys there, but on on a serious note. Maybe they were just trying to draw our attention to how much we all take for granted in our own lives, like not having to walk into town and wait an hour to fill a bucket with water for you and your family. Anyway, Dave and Rachel and Team Kentucky were the first two teams to make it to the air supply concert, or bike fixing challenge, and Rachel suggested that they all stay in the lead and not U-turn each other. So this should be interesting. Meanwhile, Art and JJ opted to go to the water supply challenge along with Brendan and Rachel, while Vanessa and Ralph were busy roaming the streets looking for the actual Hillary Clinton. And I'm not kidding! Army Dave and the Rachel that sucks finished the bike repair first and arrived at the double U-turn station. You know, it was a it was a giant display of several LCD TVs showing the racers' pictures, and it was all touchscreeny and technological and an awesome display of how advanced America is. You know, plopped right down into tribal Africa where people have to wait an hour for a um bucket of water. So. Way to give the old F feud Africa there, production. But on a more positive note, I'm gonna blow your mind here. Because you know what? Something amazing is about to happen. And I'm not just referring to the fact that I'm gonna talk nice about the Rachel that sucks. So, listen. I <laughs> you. <laughs>
1: Art and JJ and I have talked in the past that whoever would arrive first would U-turn the green team. Success is achieved either way without having to create unnecessary enemies. I don't want you to return anyone. The teachers are so far behind.
0: We choose to U-turn no one.
1: We choose to U-turn no one
0: yep I was completely surprised that Army Dave and Rachel didn't u-turn French and neither did Bopper and Mark but that's not surprising because you know what you probably didn't know each week after the amazing race CBS puts out bonus scenes on their website it's a way to show you more of the story that they couldn't fit into the show now one of the scenes from last week's shows something that I wasn't surprised to see at all and something I was guy was surprised to find out that apparently Team Kentucky, Brenchel, and the FB Liars are all working together to help each other out, you know, when they can in the race. And Vanessa and Ralph, Art and JJ, and Team Army Dave are also all working together. But what didn't surprise me in the least was to learn that Art and JJ actually threatened Bopper and Mark that if they didn't use the U-turn on Brenchel, if and when it came up in the race, that they would, and I'm quoting here, cut off their balls. Seriously listen if you
1: hit your wagon to those two teams yeah. no it okay, your nuts let me tell you something whoa, whoa, whoa. let me just finish if you hook your wagon to this three then there'll be a four man race to get to three i know that okay listen. if you hook your wagon to them listen i'm just getting along with there blood. Because there's no so much drama well, there's no much drama no no no, so you know, no 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 well, no you guys need to start strategically, if you get in front of the roadblock, you, know, uh, you turn. Anybody comes to me and tells me that either R and JJ come to me and told me that either we, they told you us turn them, or they would have us we wind up like the Mississippi girls. Where the Mississippi girls They, they pretty much told us that, that we need to get away from the, the, the two teams that we're hanging with and, and, and join with, with them, which would make them four teams strong. Which, which i'm not ignorant you know they're going, what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to they're wanting to weed out the, uh, our two
0: teammates you know that well and friends. then walk
1: over us you don't tell me what i can and can't do in this race right i'm running this race just don't try to act like you're running the whole race so you don't talk to, to two country boys you like sure that, don't you know because you, i mean there's two things there's two things you don't do to a country boy you don't kick his dog and you don't threaten him exactly, you know. So and and, and, he, and he threat he did the one that was the worst one, you know. So and and, and we're and we're not going to stand for it.
0: Okay, so so threatening you is worse than kicking kicking a dog, I guess. Well, it doesn't matter because I am so on board, on board with you guys beating Art and JJ. Not on bored with kicking a dog, but, you know, I know that was like a minute, and it could have been a little, you know, hard to hear. You just need to go onto CBS.com and watch the clip, because you'll get to see way more. The Art and JJ threatening them lasted for at least five minutes. I tried to just cut it down to, like, one and give you the important parts, but there is a lot more, so go and check it out. And while you're over there, you can type up a little letter to CBS, because it actually surprises me that they're not showing this stuff on the actual show. I mean, for the most part, Art and JJ are portrayed in a positive light as opposed to one that shows us what D-bags they truly are, but lucky for you I'm here to make sure you don't miss a thing. But back to the game, Team BPA completed their riveting task of waiting in a line and ride at the U-turn station. They assumed that they were in first place because no team had thus far U-turned anybody, and so they U-turned Brentchel.
1: Art, nobody's even been here. What? they Gordon first. No way. Rachel and Dave, they would have done it. We're going to U-turn Brendan and Rachel, AKA Big Brother. Oh, yeah. That's like, hey, here we are. This is who we are. That's who's being U-turned, and this is who's doing it. Wow, we're clean cut, dude. Our, our All right, we got to get a clue up. right here. We are done with Big Brother, and, and uh, that's why we U-turned them. And we made a deal with Rachel and Dave. If they got there first, they would U-turn them. If we got there first, we would do it. So we're honoring our word. Hopefully Dave and Rachel will come up behind them and they'll U-turn the teachers or the cops or whatever the heck they are. They're not teachers. It was fun to call them out on it. Oh, they're not teachers. Uh
0: Oh, yeah, it's always fun to pick on people that are worse off than you, BPAs. Anyway, while the first half of the racers are off to their next challenge, Brentchel is finishing up their bike repair when Vanessa and Ralph stroll on by, still looking for Hillary Clinton. But lucky for them, one of the local children, who is clearly smarter than the dating divorcees, explained to them that Hillary Clinton was a roadside cart, so they were able to grab the clue and then quickly make it back to the air supply challenge, since they knew where it was. And when they arrived, Brendan and Rachel were gone, because they were busy over at the U-turn station, finding out their fate.
1: Jack Seltzer Pub! What? Double U-turn! Brendan and Rachel by Art and JJ. Shocker! We show up at the double U-turn, and guess who gets U-turns? These two. The more the haters hate, the more stronger Brennan and I get. So let them drink their haterade, and uh, Brennan and I, will be the ones that benefit from it. Be, Miss Seymour? Yeah, <laughs> thank goodness it was a double U-turn because Mark and Bopper and Dave and Rachel didn't U-turn anyone. So we had the opportunity to U-turn our favorite people in the world, <laughs> Vanessa and Ralph. It was really a struggle to figure out who really we tough.
0: should use it all. Now, of course, I have no problem with Brentchel U-turning Vanessa and Ralph here, and not just cause I'm a hypocrite like that. But at this point, they basically have to do it in order to stay in the race, and I also wanna say I love how Brendan and Rachel handled this. There was no meltdowns, okay, Rachel got a little upset when she spilled some water, but basically, no meltdowns for knowing they have to do both sides of the task and pretty much knowing it the whole time. So kudos to you guys, and granted, the FBI liars are only now arriving at Safari Junction and still have to do a speed bump at some point, which for those of you who don't know what a speed bump is, it's a task which is only done by a team who was saved by a non-elimination round in a previous leg. I think we need to make a little TAR rulebook for you peeps. Anyway, the first three teams made it to the next clue which really only directed the teams to find the final roadblock, but I'll let Phil tell ya. More than 50% of Tanzania's economy is centered around agriculture, and honey plays a major role in this country's food supply. Roadblock requires teams to put on a protective bee suit and harvest honey from a hive surrounded by thousands of swarming bees. Once they've collected 500 grams of honey, the chief beekeeper will hand them their next clue. Ooh, lots of swarming bees as opposed to what other kind of bees, fill. But you know what, if ever there was a challenge for honey baby, angel honey, honey angel baby honey, angel honey. Yeah, it's that annoying, and it's the whole episode anyway, this would be a challenge for Vanessa and Ralph. And I'm pretty sure Ralph has a couple kilos on him already, if you know what I mean. I mean allegedly, because I'm just kidding. Allegedly this, allegedly that, allegedly everything I say. So, Mark did this one for Team Kentucky, as did Dave. They were both able to fly through it with lots of annoying Winnie the Pooh references, and I'm not going to do that. As they were finishing up, uh, the BBAs arrived with a B in their bonnets. But see, I will do that. You see, when they got to the checkpoint to head over to the roadblock, from the amount of clues that were in the little, you know, clue holder, Art and JJ realized that they aren't actually in first, and thus Dave and Rachel, who left before them so they assume are ahead of them, must not have U-turned Brenchel, and this really makes them mad. Here. Beautiful. All I know is that
1: we're at least third, and that would be because Dave and Rachel didn't honor their word, which I don't think
0: Dave would do. Yeah, well, you're wrong, and it's so sad for you guys. I wish you would have taken this in stride and, you know, been the men you claim you are about it. You know, actually win the race based on your skills and not be such crybabies when things don't go your way. As a matter of fact, I think that's my new name for you guys, Art and Crybaby. Let, let's make that stick, people. Art and cry, baby. No, and look who it is. It's Art and JJ. They're here. What? Anything you guys want to say in reply? Mama, You want my mommy? Yeah, thought so. But not once to let things go, these two bullies decided to instead confront Dave and Rachel and then whine some more. Listen.
1: Hey guys, why don't you do the U-turn? Dude, the, the teachers are, are so three and, and a half hours behind us. But we we made a decision. That's what we're going to no. do. No, talked. no way. Did you U-turn? Yeah. Because we thought you guys might be behind us. No, the the teachers are going to be so far behind that nobody's going to be able to pass. we got to move. Hey Art, this is no more. Just you and I race and that's it. Chaps my ass. We made an agreement what we were going to do and they didn't do it. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not sharing a damn thing with them anymore. In fact, I don't feel like talking to them ever again. I don't really give a crap. Art and I just got to do our thing and win the race, period. That's it.
0: Um, you mean lose. Please lose the race. Uh, period. Actually, this is where you guys can weigh in. I'll put a poll up over at yourrealityrecap.com and you can let me know what you think about the BPAs in general and discuss it with me and other podcast listeners. Anywho, back to the race, Team Army Dave and Team Kentucky now had to race on foot to the pit stop. This was not so easy for Bopper, who injured his knee on the last leg of the race. We also learned that he had surgery on it a mere six months earlier. Yet he managed to hobble his way across the plane, and Team Kentucky secured their first place victory. And I was so happy for these two, and they truly deserve this win. Because now, I kind of have a feeling with Bopper and the injury, their days on the race are numbered. And they were followed immediately by Army Dave and the Rachel that sucks a lot less now. No, and did I mention how peaceful and beautiful this pit stop was? It was was just nestled into this little savannah and Phil was there in his best safari outfit while a band of locals played traditional African music. It was just such a beautiful way to end this leg of the race. Oh, look, here comes Arden Crybaby to ruin everything. And, oh, here they go. They're going to check in, and I bet they're going to be so happy about not coming in first. Arden, JJ, you team number three.
1: Yeah, I figured. That's right. Gonna, that's all right. Just get us to another leg. You guys decided to use the U-turn? Yep. That's what it's there for? We had an agreement, Dave and Rachel, and they decided that they don't really give a crap about our agreement. What a slap in the face. If I can do it all over again and jump in front of them, I would tag them for the U-turn. Is that right? Ah, it makes me sick to my stomach.
0: Yeah, well the feeling's mutual. You pretty much make us all sick to our stomachs too. But meanwhile, Brunchal had finished their U-turn challenge of water supply quickly, as did Vanessa and Ralph. Rentschel completed the roadblock and made it to the pit stop for a fourth place check-in. There really wasn't any drama between these two teams this episode because they never really met up anywhere. However, if you stick around for the news section, then you'll get some exclusive audio from Rachel on Vanessa, and it's amazing! Now for a hot second here, I thought it actually seemed possible for Nary and Jamie, who caught up with Vanessa and Ralph to get ahead of them. You see, everything was going so good for Vanessa and Ralph now. They were able to get a taxi ahead of the FB liars, who still had to complete their speed bump. Listen. This is awesome.
1: We have the best luck with cats.
0: Do we have a flat tire, seriously?
1: Yep, that's what that sound was. Speaking of our amazing
0: liquid cabs. You
1: gotta be kidding, this just killed us.
0: Yep, that's karma for you. You see, they were all like, ooh, we have the best luck, and oh my god, we're catching up, and then they got a, um, flat tire. But, lucky for them, and unfortunate for us, the taxi driver had some fix-a-flat on them, and they were on their way. Plus, the FB Liar speed bump was extra bumpy enough to derail them for a while. They had to go set up a roadside art gallery before they could do their Winnie the Pooh honey challenge, because, you know, standing in line wasn't boring enough, and watch people hanging up art is just... It's just nothing, I swear. Production, if you guys don't start giving us some good challenges then I'm done with Amazing Race next season. But not really, but really, but not really. What really matters is that the speed bump was just enough for Vanessa and Ralph to pull ahead of the FB Liars and causing them to get to the pit stop for a Fifth place check in, and unfortunately, also led to Nary and Jamie, the FB Liars, elimination from the race. So, in case you missed it, here's how they all placed Bopper and Mark first for the win, Dave and Rachel second, Art and JJ. 3rd, Brendan and Rachel, 4th, and Vanessa and Ralph, 5th. Now for those of you who don't like to know what's going to happen next week, cover your ears. The rest of us, here's what we have to look forward to. Next week on The Amazing Race, Art and JJ face off with Rachel and Dave.
1: Art and JJ want nothing to do with us.
0: We're done, Major Dave.
1: Take your army ass and get out of my face.
0: And in the vibrant city of Cochin, India, Mark has a Bollywood meltdown. Y'all as hot as I am,
1: but I can't raise more.
0: Okay. I've got three kids i got to raise. Right. I'm going home. Now, before we close out the podcast with some news, spoilers, and swag giveaways, I just need to quickly tell you about how you can get even more exclusive Amazing Race content. All you have to do is sign up for Super Pass, where you can watch Tart Talk, a video recap show hosted by Kevin from Big Brother. There's also Tribal Talk, a weekly live call-in show hosted by Spicy Pants, Cochran, and Michaela. Each week, they have a new past Survivor, and you get to be involved with the show. There's also other great live shows that you get to call into also. And interact with like Reality Roundtable, hosted by Missy, and a revolving list of super fans discussing what's happening on reality TV. Plus, a day in the life of, which features past BB house guests filling you in on what they've been up to. But that's not all. There is also archive shows, exclusive content, free music downloads, and so much more. Bottom line, guys, nobody else is bringing you this close to your favorite reality TV stars, so be sure to sign up for Super Pass. I'll put the link in the show notes or you can click on the banner over at yourrealityrecap.com. Okay, so now before we really, really wrap things up, I have some good gossip and spoilers for you guys. First up is who was eliminated from Celebrity Apprentice this week, so if you don't want to hear, get ready to mute. The person fired was... That motorcycle choppery guy. That I can't remember what his name is ever. And there was like lots of Aubrey O'Day drama and lots of Clay Aiken drama. And it was a really fun episode with some puppets. And, you know, Lisa Wampanelli, who's always on the ambulance these episodes, has really been losing it and going off the deep end. But, more on that in the video recap, which will be posted over on yourrealityrecaps.com today or tomorrow. Now, in other news, Taylor Armstrong is reportedly going to be phased out of The Real Housewives, and Fox orders two more seasons of Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen, which actually is a good show, and he is not psychotic like he comes off on that show, but, you know, it sells... Advertising. Anyway, Jillian Harris decides that she's not going on a date with uh, the One Direction teenager Harry Styles. In top model British Invasion cuts American model as Marie Livingston. And Marissa Gilbert returns to Dancing with the Stars for rehearsal after her horrible injury last week. And then Mark Anthony files for divorce from American Idol judge Jennifer Lopez. And more importantly... ABC is casting for a new season of The Bachelor. And I know that a lot of you people are really excited about that. In any way, American Idol judges save Jessica. Whatever Jessica is, because I don't watch that show. But (laughs) perhaps the most exciting bit of news I have for you is all about the Reality Rally, which was this past weekend. It was a gathering of all your favorite reality stars in Temecula, California, and they were all doing an amazing type race challenge and attending VIP parties, and Reality Nation was there covering it all for you. So if you missed it, then you missed a lot. Like a tipsy Rachel, who while interviewing with Kevin from big brother, decided to break out an accent and fill us all in on how she really feels about Vanessa. So, you know, listen.
1: Brennan and I, we're just too good on Georgia Peaches. We don't know what y'all are talking about. We love everyone on the race this season, because y'all are just so fun and cute.
0: Now, I saw you hanging out with some other alumni from The Amazing Race. Do you get along Luna, with the others?
1: What does that quote mean?
0: <laughs> it means we love you, Rachel. And, you know, you rock. And it was so awesome to see you just having fun. Except that this podcast, people can't see you. Except that I'm awesome, and I made a little animation of your whole little tipsy experience, so you all actually can see it, and I'll put the link in the show notes, and then check it out over there because no worries if you missed anything and want to find out more about any of the stories I mentioned or even what happened at reality rally or even what caused the biggest loser walkout, you just gotta head on over to reality nation for all your reality tv news gossip and spoiler needs the website has been totally redone and you need to check it out now that about wraps up the show for this week but be sure to subscribe to the podcast in itunes because the next show will be out on thursday covering this week's survivor Plus, you can go back and listen to my other podcast with Rob Sesternino from Survivor, Adam from Big Brother, and more once you subscribe in iTunes. And remember, this podcast is being made for all of you, so I want your input. I'll be covering The Amazing Race and Survivor each week all season long, but I want to know what else you want me to cover as well. So be sure to leave your comments and suggestions for the show in the post for this show at Reality Nation, my website, Your Reality Recap. Or tweet me at reality recaps because each show I'll be picking the best comment, suggestion, or question to win some Super Pass swag. And your question or comment could even make the show. Now, you have lots of links to click, videos to watch, and comments to write. So head over to my blog to get all the information from this show in the show notes, and I'll meet you back here in a few days. Bye for now. Storm the Super Pass! Storm Super
1: Pass! <laughs> Storm Super Pass! Can I have my homies out? Storm no. Super <Yes>! Storm! <laughs> Storm Super Pass! Storm Super Super